0: Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenner.com. Today is Friday, July 14th, 2017. This is episode 23, America's Got Talent. The X Factor, The Voice, American Idol. When you hear those three reality shows, what comes to mind? Ah, not so fast. Were you thinking of Simon Cowell? That's fair if you were thinking that. But the thing that all three of those shows have in common, they were all platforms for singers. People that had been undiscovered. People that had never sung in public before. People who simply never got that lucky break. And they were able to share their voices with the world. Now, as we know, the talent shows have now taken over. Britain's got talent. Other countries got talent. And the one of the biggest shows now, America's got talent now america's got talent is a variety show features acts from all over the world and all different shapes and sizes literally seen contortionists we've seen daredevils incredible dancing singing some really remarkable performing some not so much but there is singing. And I've heard from various people that singing should not be part of America's Got Talent. And I could see some merit in that because there are so many different things you could do in a variety show and one of them does not have to be singing. The singing could be reserved for the other shows. However, I'd like to to hone in on the singing component for a minute because I personally have an issue with only really one thing with the singing I look at someone like Grace Vanderwall, I couldn't get enough of hearing her new songs each time that she performed an amazingly talented person. Regardless of whether you th- you thought that she should have won or shouldn't have won, th- that's besides the point. This was someone who had some serious talent, has some serious talent. And to be writing things for herself and playing her ukulele with a very, very unique voice that she has, amazing. But there's one thing that I go back to. It all started with Susan Boyle on Britain's Got Talent, singing I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables. But it's progressed. And the latest craze now, from people literally of all ages, seeing people as young as 10, all the way up to, well, a lot older, And that is singing opera arias or music that's similar in nature to an opera aria. And I have an issue with it. And my issue is this, there's nothing wrong with a person doing their rendition of Nessun Dorma. Me personally, there i think that there are so many great renditions out there that people should hopefully listen to outside of the rendition you're hearing on america's got talent and i don't have so much of an issue with the people and their performances even though to be fair most of the performances simply don't rank in any way shape or form with the professionals that sing this stuff. And I'm including the emotional part because I've seen it happen so many times where the judges will even say, wow, you're singing with so much passion. Well, that really is in some ways, if you're gonna say that, it almost gives the listeners and the public of millions and millions the impression that opera singers don't sing with passion, which is certifiably false. But it brings me to a greater question. When you hear that opera aria being sung, whatever it is, have you ever noticed the pop from the audience? Now, if you don't know what that term means, a pop means some type of an eruption of applause or cheering or something like that where it's very audible you can you can not just hear it you can feel it you can feel that applause have you noticed the pop that happens with some of these singers specifically the ones singing opera specifically the ones singing classical music yet if you were to ask most of those people in the audience what types of music they enjoy i would be willing to bet good amount of money that a small fraction are going to even include classical music let alone say it's their favorite type so the question i ask you is this do you like classical music Well, if you're cheering for that opera aria, you must. There must be something about the harmonies of Puccini that get you emotional, get you thinking. And there is so much music out there that's been out there, great recordings, And it doesn't have to be Mozart and it doesn't have to be Beethoven or Bach or Brahms or even Tchaikovsky. Some of the greatest music is music we hear all the time. You look at Star Wars, where do you think the inspiration came from Star Wars? Start with Gustav Holst and the planets and his mesmerizing space fantasy type piece. Mars, which was in a 5-4 time signature. Incredible. How many times have you watched commercials and you had no idea that Carl Orff's O Fortuna from Carmina Burana was playing in the background? Most people don't even know the title. And let's be perfectly frank about things if you like broadway have you listened to west side story by leonard bernstein it's pure genius so if you like no if you love america's got talent and you love those performances and you get excited then you must love classical music. And to that I say, go onto the internet, just do a little bit of research, type in just great classical music, great classical singing, great classical playing, whatever type of search you want to do. And right at your fingertips, you can go onto YouTube, Pandora, Amazon Music, iTunes, whatever music source you want and have some of the greatest music ever written right at your fingertips. Try classical music, you'll probably like it.